Hey, 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 what's up? What's up, guys? Welcome back to another Amara podcast. Hope you guys are doing good today. Um, I wanted to do a podcast about a very, very interesting article that I saw on Politico. And this particular article is very, very key because it shows you that this vaccine rollout Joe Biden has been pushing, you know, as a form of propaganda, has actually failed miserably. Um, according to the information that we have here, it looks like Joe Biden failed to vaccinate the majority of the Black community. And actually, we have the lowest vaccination rate out of all the ethnicities in America. And we know that they purposely targeted the Black community for this particular experiment. And um, it's just great to see that it didn't work. So this is the article on political. I'm going to read the whole article so that way everybody can get the information and look this up itself. But the title of this article is Biden's vaccine fails to gain traction with African-Americans. Less than a quarter of Black Americans have received their first COVID-19 shot. That's less than other racial and ethnic groups tracked by the CDC. So this is actually really right on time for me because um, I was wondering if this was gonna go anywhere, but you know, it's just great to see that the work that I've been doing, the work that other people have been doing has definitely reached enough people to the point where we have the lowest vaccination rate. So it says here, the Biden administration knew the key to a successful COVID vaccination campaign would be reaching the most vulnerable populations. But more than five months in, even a blueprint that worked with other ethnic and racial groups isn't doing enough to win over Black Americans. Really? Really? So... <laughs> This is so funny to me. Um, so what they're saying is, you know, what they tried to do was use the same technique that they use with Black people that they use on other ethnic groups to try to get them vaccinated. But it's saying right here that even after five months, the blueprint that they had for getting people vaccinated, reaching quote unquote vulnerable populations, it did not work. So this is very, very key. Um, this is a very, very revealing article, in my humble opinion. So let me continue reading. It says, less than a quarter of Black Americans have received their first COVID-19 shot as of June 7th, based on available federal data, amid a weeks-long stagnation that has defied the government's ramped up effort to accelerate vaccinations and reach the nation's most vulnerable communities. The slowdown has put Black Americans behind the pace set over the past month by other racial and ethnic groups tracked by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. The trend line worries health officials and experts who say the immunization drive is running into a particularly complex web of distrust outreach challenges and stubborn barriers to access. And this is why Joe Biden 
has gotten really desperate over the past few weeks. We saw that they teamed up with barbershops, hair salons, and somebody else just sent me an article where they actually went to like some of the restaurants in the black community, the turkey, the turkey chop restaurant in Chicago to try to vaccinate people. And um, they're getting really, really desperate. And I was wondering why they were so desperate, but now it's starting to make sense. Quote, it's a tough layer that we have to address. It requires relationship building and it's going to take a little longer, said Octavio Martinez, executive director of the Hogg Foundation for Mental Health, who sits on the White House's COVID-19 Health Equity Task Force. We have a systemic issue here. One of the task force first assignments was recommending ways to build trust in the vaccines and effectively roll them out of those marginalized communities, chief among them Black Americans who are dying from COVID-19 at disproportionate rates. Some early ideas were incorporated into the administration vaccine plan crafted within the White House, the task force members said. Yet, as the panel has shifted its focus to other long-term health equity issues in recent months, vaccine disparities have persisted. Quote, we still have some places where the past history of bias, discrimination, and hate has just caused such an ingrained mistrust of political and social structures that it's hard to break through that, said James Hildreth, CEO of Mahari Medical College and a task force member. We need to make a stronger effort to bring the vaccine to the communities rather than relying on the communities to come to vaccination centers. The administration had long anticipated that vaccinating minority groups and other hard to reach populations will require a concerted effort, prompting it to assign several COVID-19 response officials to focus on equity issues in addition to creating the outside task force. The administration and public health experts continue to believe many members of the groups aren't openly hostile to vaccines, but need reassurance and prodding to get the shots. The White House has intensified the equity push in the past month in particular as it races to hit President Joe Biden's July 4th deadline for getting 70% of U.S. adults to take at least one dose of a COVID vaccine. The initiative has taken, has shown signs of success. Over the last two weeks, Hispanic Americans accounted for more than a quarter of total vaccinations, CDC data show, a sharp acceleration from just a month ago when they ranked as the least vaccinated demographic group. Asian Americans over that period have also accounted for a greater share of shots compared with their proportion of the overall population. The administration only has race and ethnicity information for roughly 62% of the nation's total vaccinations, a data gap that's further complicated by the equity effort. But by available measures, the government's outreach has yet to gain similar traction among Black communities, where vaccinations still lag African-Americans' share of the overall population more than a month after the shots became widely available to all adults. Health experts cite myriad factors ingrained skepticism of a federal government that's historically failed minorities when it comes to public health, difficulties getting the transportation or time off to seek out a vaccine, or lack of community outreach, among others. At the same time, Black people in several areas have accounted for an increasing proportion of COVID-19 cases and deaths 
including in Washington, D.C., where government data indicate they made up nearly eight in 10 new cases and close to 90% of deaths since May 1st. We all realize that this is the critical moment in the struggle, said Reed Tuxen, founder of the Black Coalition Against COVID-19, which is coordinating with the administration on its vaccination program. It's going to take a lot of effort from a lot of different places. Administration officials insist that Biden can still hit his 70% goal without a significant acceleration in Black vaccinations over the next month, arguing there are millions of people across various demographics that are reachable by July 4th. Yet last Wednesday, the White House rolled out a series of new initiatives to boost vaccinations across the board that includes partnering with Tuxin on a program enlisting Black-owned barbershops and beauty salons to promote the shots and even serve as vaccination sites. Other efforts aim to assure people will receive paid time off and child care help to get the vaccine are aimed in large part at convincing more Black people to seek out the shot. Vice President Kamala Harris will also lead a vaccination tour across the South and Midwest, where states with large Black populations like Mississippi and Alabama rank among the lowest overall vaccination rates. We are not leaving anyone behind. Also, Marin Okolo, a policy advisor on the White House COVID-19 response team said in an interview, our equity initiatives, every single one of them are intended to uplift the Black community. A White House spokesperson said the administration's goal is for the vaccinated population to have a racial and ethnic breakdown equivalent to the demographic breakdown of the U.S. population. Regardless of whether the administration hits its 70% mark nationally, there remains lingering concern that without significant progress in vaccinating Black people, the virus could continue circulating within the community for months. That will leave Black Americans grappling with disproportionate caseloads after the rest of the U.S. has moved on and put them at greater risk if new, more contagious strains emerge later this year. As this is no longer affecting mainstream white Americans, it's not going to get the same media attention, and people are going to think that means the problem is over, said Celine Gounder, who advised Biden on the COVID-19 response during the transition. It's going to be a replay of what we saw at the beginning of the pandemic, where the most vulnerable communities are going to be the ones that continue to suffer the most. Biden alluded to those fears last Wednesday, warning that the burden of hospitalizations and deaths would increasingly fall on the dwindling number of vaccinated people, unvaccinated people. Still, officials and health experts say they're searching for the solution to jumpstarting the Black vaccination rate in the same way that it did for Hispanic Americans. Community health centers, which were seen as central to reaching minority communities, have proved critical to vaccinating Hispanic patients, with close to 40% of shots administered by the federally backed clinics going to Hispanic Americans. They've been less successful attracting Black people administering only about one in 10 vaccinations they have to that group. And while organizations nationwide launched a host of campaigns focused on specific groups, such as immigrants, Spanish speakers, and even vaccine skeptical conservatives, advocates, and public health health experts suggested there hasn't been quite the same intense targeting of Black Americans, despite the nation's long history of racial health disparities. Quote, I have seen a real explosion in the Hispanic community being reached out to in their own language, said George Benjamin, executive director of the American Public Health Association, adding that the challenge in the Black community has been finding the most effective messengers and approaches. The things that have created disparities in the first place, we have fixed some of them, but not all of them and not to a large enough degree. 
Advocates are hoping the barbershop initiative combined with vaccination efforts led by churches or focus on other faith-based communities will be difference makers over the next month. Tuxin stressed that much of the hesitancy that remains among Black Americans isn't outright opposition to the vaccine, chalking it up instead to unanswered questions. What's left in the Black community is a significant number of people who still need and want more assurance, he said. To be able to pass on scientifically valid and factual information is really key. Beyond that, the White House is vowing to bear down on making the vaccine easily accessible, betting that by promoting the shots in as many ways as possible through as many channels as possible, it can gradually close the vaccination gap within the Black community in the process. We've been engaging, we've been listening, Okolo said, now we're trying to adapt what we've heard. So you guys just read that article. Of course, it's chock full of propaganda. And, you know, it's really just showing you how desperate they are to vaccinate the Black community. They're trying to do everything that they can to vaccinate the Black community. You know, and what's funny is the, the very first person that actually was a um, vaccine recipient was a Black woman. And they have shown even Obama was encouraging people to get vaccinated. Um, they did a whole special where, you know, Sierra and um, her husband, I believe his name is Russell, Russell D'Angelo, something like that. He, he, you know, they had all these sports players on there. I think they had Shaq, Charles Barkley, Stephen A. Smith. Um, they have done tons of media press targeting the Black community. So for them to still say, you know, less than a quarter of Black people um, have received the vaccine, it is a tremendous failure. It is a tremendous failure because they have targeted the Black community from day one with this shot. And they have um, continuously um, done this and it still hasn't worked. So, you know, I'm just very happy about this, that even with all the propaganda, even with Obama, even with Michelle Obama, even with Charles Barkley, even with ESPN, even with, um, you know, all the vaccine lotteries and all the stuff that they're trying to do, it still hasn't even come close to their goal because they want to vaccinate, um, you know, 70% of us at least, you know, of course they probably want 100 according to the global vaccination program. They want 100% of black people to be vaccinated, but even their, their goal of 70, they're nowhere near 70%. Um, so this is, gives me hope in our people that it doesn't matter how much propaganda they try to spew or how much, um, you know, whatever they try to dazzle in front of us, free food, a bus ride, McDonald's fries, whatever, free donuts. It's not working with the black community the same way that it's working with other communities. So I'm very proud of that and I'm very happy to see that. So this is um, uh, some information about COVID-19 vaccinations by race and ethnicity. And um, so we can look at a table, we can look at a map, and we can also look at a graph. So I'm clicking on the graph so I can see what the graph looks like. And we can also select uh, race, right? Um, so we can you know, select white, we can select black, we can select Hispanic percentage. And um, this is what we're gonna do. So what I wanna click on is a white percentage of vaccinations. Hold on one second. 
All right, just forget it. This web page is it's not loading properly. I don't got time for that. Um, but anyway, let's just review some latest news regarding COVID-19 as a part of this. So let's see what we got here. So according to the CDC, eight people in Maine have died with COVID-19 despite being fully vaccinated. Um, so yeah, this is interesting. Let me see. And if you're just joining, um, we just read the article that I sent everybody last night about, they said, um, whatever they're doing to you know target the black community with the vaccine program it just has not worked the same way it worked with hispanic americans and i just found that hilarious because <laughs> i just found it hilarious because i said from day one they they the very first person in america to get the vaccine was a black woman so they have targeted the black community from day one and you know even with all the propaganda <laughs> According to their data, they said less than a quarter of Black people have just received the first dose. So can you imagine the data for the second dose? Because, you know, you need both shots and probably a booster shot to really get your DNA completely altered. So <laughs> if it's 25% for the first dose, it's probably like 10% or less for the second dose for the Black community. So I'm very proud of the Black community. <laughs> I'm very, very proud of the Black community today. I really am. Um, hey, P. Shark Cam, how you doing? Hey, what's going on, man? Man, when you have time, that eight-minute video I sent you, you're going to want to watch the whole talk. I'm almost through listening to it and watching it. It's actually the guy who did, I think, the pandemic film. I never even heard of him till I came across, because there's a bunch of health websites, a handful I follow over the years that got deplatformed, they always have like the cutting edge information. And I, I think you're going to really enjoy that. Oh, yeah, I watched it. I watched it. You talking about you DNA? Right? You talking Pretty about DNA? Insane, huh? Yep. That at the end of the day, this is why it's about hijacking your antenna, your software. We are energetic beings first. We are like a computer. The, the computer is built off of us. Zero one binary code, like male, female, good, evil. And what they're doing, you're, you people who are taking this shot are consenting for them to put in their own software program where now they control your body and they're going to alter your body. And hell, they technically own your body because that's their own intellectual software, you know, that's in your body. So very, I mean, I was just, uh, I mean, I not, very little shocks me, but damn. That's all I could say. I'm watching the whole thing. I'm not done with it. But yes, oh. I agree with you. Thankfully, the Black community, uh, a lot of the hype, it looks like has not been working. For them to admit that, I suspect the numbers is probably even lower. Because you know they're always lying. So if they're going to come out and complain that people aren't taking a shot, to me, whatever number they gave you is probably even less. So kudos. Yes. Yeah, man. Um I saw that other video sent me of um, the Chicago turkey shop, you know, vaccinated. Did you see how jacked up that was, right? Those women clearly a little mentally delayed and how they took advantage of them. Yeah, come in here, free food. You know, it's just a mess, man. It's heartbreaking. Yeah, and you know what? But, you know, at the end of the day, those women that I saw, I feel like those women, unfortunately, um, they're what 
the, the powers that be called the useless eaters and breeders. So those are the only people that they can really reach. You know what I'm saying? They cannot, like a black woman in her thirties, that's, you know, educated, that still has all her teeth, that looking good, you know what I'm saying? They, they wouldn't get a pull that on the average black woman, you know what I'm saying? Because the average black woman doesn't need you to um, give her no free fucking turkey chops. Nigga. So yeah, that's what they're doing. They, you know, and that's why it's a fail because they, they don't, I mean, they want to vaccinate the, the, the older population, of course, but it, this is about fertility. That's the first thing. The spike protein yes, attaches to the placenta and it attaches to the, the sperm cells. So, you know, they really want the, the, the young, virulent, masculine black men and the young, feminine, fertile black women. So, yeah, they, they did vaccinate these older women, but, you know, that's, that's really not their target group. They really wanted to get the young, the younger women that are still of childbearing age. So, you know, I just look at it like, hey, if you if you really needed a free turkey chop meal that day, um, you know, you were already, you know, hanging on for dear life. <laughs> you was almost almost out of here anyway. So, <laughs> you know, you know, everything you everything you said, I haven't finished that talk, but that's what the guy validates. It's basically. You know, it was a fresh perspective because this is just a continuation of the whole eugenic stuff that they started many years ago. You know, I'm all, I don't want to give the whole talk away, but that's what we have here, continuation. And I, I appreciate the fact, too, that he, he cites at around the 29-minute mark. Of course, too, there's some groups that they hate more than others. So, of course, they targeted our people. You know, they, they had special uh, care to try to go after us. And so what we're seeing today is more continuation of that. At the end of the day, if you're not part of their club, um, they want you gone as well. But they do have a preference of who they would like to see go first. Which is a, it's always been us. They, they would prefer we go first and then the other so-called white folk, y'all can go a little later. But at the end of the day, y'all got to go too. Yeah, and that was what was really interesting to me about that article on political because it was saying that the blueprint that they used to target the black community uh, was the same blueprint they used for the Asian community and the Hispanic community. And they saw a, a huge increase in vaccinations after this, this blueprint. So they literally have a blueprint for how they're going to target, you know, what they call vulnerable communities, but um, it didn't work. And, and it was just interesting because you would think, right, that, with you know Michelle Obama, Obama speaking out. Remember, they had a whole conference on ESPN for the vaccine, where uh, Charles Barkley came out, Sierra came out, D'Angelo Russell came out, football players came out, um, and even I just remember Stephen A. Smith was criticizing LeBron James uh, a couple weeks ago because you know he was you know trying to criticize LeBron and say LeBron you know, needs to let everybody know if he's vaccinated or not. And he didn't want to speak on that publicly. So um, I think, you know, we as black people, we got to, I give black people more credit than, than uh, I've given us before, because I was really starting to get like a little apathetic with my people. But after seeing this, I'm like, no, our people are very aware of what's going on. I don't really know anybody that's rushing to get this vaccine personally. Um, I know a few people well, that it's have. It's too late now. Now that they and I see because I, you know, I subscribe to a lot of local uh, news clips of all over the fifty states, 
And one of the things I see is that, and I'll go in the comment section and just look, for example, I responded to someone yesterday who mentioned like, you know, um, this, this is starting, y'all need to stop trying to bribe people. Cause of course I took the shot and the bribe is making it so that people naturally are going to say, why do you have to um, give me something for me to do something that's so good for me? And I'm like, you think, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, like it's too late for you, buddy. Don't you get it? If this is literally a life or death thing, and it is what people are saying, you don't need to offer me a free college education and all this other crap and lottery. Like, I'm going to go do what's going to save my life. But the fact that now you got to sweeten the pot with donuts. And since when is donuts a health food? Beer? Like, all of this shit that doesn't promote health. If you got a thinking cap on and you haven't taken a shot, hopefully you're spooked enough to say, oh, shit, they playing some sort of game here. Yeah, that's that's what they were saying. Um, Outlaw, they were saying the blueprint that they use to encourage vaccination in other communities is not working for the black community. So I'm assuming, you know, maybe for the Hispanic community. Um, they may have done the same thing, you know, like, hey, you get some free tacos, get a beer, get a cerveza, you know what I'm saying, get a blood, blah, 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 blah. But a Black person is going to say, hold on, like, white people ain't never gave us anything. So why now? Why would you, you know, be coming? They, they will literally come to your house in Wayne County where I'm at. They literally will say, oh, we'll come to your house. now." So I, I think our people, we, we definitely have a long way to go. But I think that this was definitely a test for us. Um, definitely a huge test for us. And I think we've passed because... Well, people got to double down. The next round is coming up. But you know where I think they messed up too? Where it backfired? Because they tried to use and acknowledge Tuskegee. And their simple explanation is like, we've changed. It's different now. It's like, motherfucker, you said that was science back then. You understand? You did. Like, come on. You, you didn't how besides your word for it how can i trust you and the irony too is the president turned around and claims racism is like the number one health issue right so let Mm -hmm. me get this straight racism is still the number one issue above covid but then when it comes to this shot you you care for me right when you be racist with this shot and be consistent racism is going to be in everything so thankfully um some people i think able to connect the dots and they were spooked like nah I think I'm gonna be good and, and fall back like I talked to my older brother who I put on the salt protocol he's loving it energy mm-hmm. is through the roof and his co-worker though took the shot then did research and now he's trying to find like holistic means to help himself because now he's awoken but unfortunately their technology is in his body mm-hmm yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. I definitely think it backfired. I think it was just a little too thirsty. It's almost like if, like, imagine, like, if a woman was trying to, like, take you out to dinner and buy you a car and, like, move you in and you just met her two days ago, you would be like, hold on, like, wait a minute, like, <laughs> you're moving, you're a little too thirsty for me. So I think the Black community feels like Joe Biden is thirsty and Kamala Harris is, um, she's going on tour. She's going to Mississippi, Alabama, places that she's never gone. Like, they, she's so desperate. I mean, she just, I don't think Black people are really feeling her either. So, um, 
Yeah, and then everything coming out right now with the COVID-19 lab leak and Fauci, you know, everybody's calling on Fauci to be exposed. And now we know for a fact that Fauci um, threatened those Indian researchers when they discovered that it has HIV in it. So, yeah, it's just it's horrible timing for the Biden administration. It's been a rough week for the White House, actually. Um, for Fauci to have his book pulled off Amazon and Barnes and Noble, I said, wow, we are living in unprecedented times. Because a, a year ago, anybody that said anything about Fauci would be immediately called a conspiracy theorist and said, you know, they're anti-science. But now it's like, you know, even white Americans, white conservatives, uh, Republicans, um, people on the left wing side of the media, all kinds of people are like, you know, the Chinese media is, is eating his ass up. The Indian media is eating his ass up. So it's over. I mean, <laughs> it failed. And, and that's why they they had a meeting. I'm going to show that after this. Um, the global vaccination initiative was to have 100% of people vaccinated by the end of 2022. So their real goal is 100%. But Biden is trying to say 70. He wants 70 by July, by July 4th. But that's it's we're not even at 20 percent. You know what I'm saying? No, we're nowhere near their goal. So, yeah, you know, I, it was a horrible, horrible vaccine rollout. It was a horrible failure. And I just can't believe that it failed. I mean, it's not over yet. But um, I just I'm just a little shocked because I was like, you know, black people should we'll take anything. But it seems like, you know. The majority of us are not as dumb as we may, you know, sometimes think we are. So I'm happy about that. Um, so, yeah, they this is the article yeah, that I was talking about yesterday. Um, Anthony Fauci threatened the, the Indians who exposed the virus um, having HIV in it. And the virologist, his name is uh, Christian Anderson. He what's funny is he he did a paper basically trying to prove that coronavirus was natural. And the emails that were exposed with Fauci shows that he is the one that actually showed how coronavirus was a bioweapon. And he's the one that was emailing Fauci the whole time, like, hey, you know, this is how they put HIV in it. And they mixed it with uh bat coronavirus and you know, blah, 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 blah. But he ended up deleting his whole Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Like in less than a year, everything has come <laughs> backfire on all of these people. So now that the Indian media is aware of it, that's a large population of people, over a billion people. And we see what's happening in India. It's very horrible. They're burning bodies, you know, but they are um, trying to introduce ivermectin and hydrochloroquine and, and different treatments and things like that. So um, I definitely think slowly but surely, I would be very surprised if um, somebody doesn't kill his ass because he has too many enemies. You, you've made an enemy. You made yourself an enemy of the Chinese Communist Party. You made yourself an enemy of the Indian government. And now you're making yourself an enemy and a traitor to the United States. So at this point, um, they, they told Fauci he needs to lawyer up. And I agree. <laughs> he better get a damn good lawyer because... Those emails are damning. <laughs> he fumbled the ball for his bosses. Um, instead, they have floated an idea and try to use his underling and float that dude. Is he has like a million dollar home in upstate New York. I saw something 
about him that they were talking like, yeah, he went indirectly, was the main one to try to squelch this. But for everybody knows, I mean, if you've been doing this sort of research, do like Fauci is dirty as hell. He survived tons of presidential um, uh, cabinets and whatnot. And it just shows you that at the end of the day, they might change the players, but the game remained the same. They all still work for the same evil people. Those is who, who they answer to. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, even in Washington state, they're doing joints for jabs. I mean, who's that desperate for a blunt? I mean, it's only $10 for a gram of weed. So it's just like, you know, white people don't got no problem getting weed. And we as black people damn sure don't got no problem <laughs> getting weed. So it's like, you know, what they're doing now is it, it's, it's actually making the situation worse. I don't think they even, they're so delusional. They don't even realize that, right? They don't even realize that um, they're making a situation worse. We have another article from Pat says, 40 vaccinated Californians have contracted COVID-19 and died. Um, so again, we have more and more, more and more evidence coming out like, hey, you know, at the end of the day, you know, it's not, you know, a foolproof game. The way they're trying to spin it is, oh, majority of people dying of COVID-19 are Black. But they're not telling people, well, what if those Black people already had diabetes and heart disease and obesity and thyroid problems? And now I just saw this article. I just saw this. The White House COVID-19 senior advisor announces departure. Really? So now they're jumping ship. Now they're jumping shit, people. This article just came out not even an hour ago. So for the senior advisor of the COVID-19 task force to depart, that is shocking. That is literally just shocking. And I mean, shit, what's in the air? Is it the lunar eclipse? Is it the solar eclipse that we got coming up? Something is in the air because... <laughs> For the senior advisor to leave, that lets you know that something is going on inside the White House that they don't want us to know about. And they are very, very worried about the information that's coming out. And I think that this guy, what is his name? Andy Slavitt. Um, yeah, Andy Slavitt said he's leaving the White House uh, Coronavirus Task Force. He was appointed to the position in January and was expected to leave this month, urged Americans in his final press briefing to not let our progress be a reason for taking our foot off the pedal. Slavitt said his last day would be Wednesday. Before joining the White House, Slavitt was the acting chief of Medicare and Medicaid during the Obama administration, where he helped fix the botched rollout of healthcare.gov. So yeah, the senior advisor has left um so the white house is fucking falling apart um what else let's see what else we got here now okay now the u.s government the u.s government is now saying covid19 may have leaked from a wuhan lab unbelievable unbelievable it says a report on the origins of covid19 by a u.s government national laboratory concluded that the hypothesis of a virus leak from a chinese lab in wuhan is plausible and deserves further investigation, the Wall Street Journal said on Monday, citing people familiar with the classified document. The study was prepared in May 2020 by the Lawrence Livermore 
National Laboratory in California and was referred to the State Department when it conducted an inquiry into the pandemic's origins during the final months of the Trump administration. Lawrence Livermore's assessment drew on genomic analysis of the COVID-19 uh, virus. President Joe Biden said last month he had ordered AIDS to find answers to the origin of the virus. So um, now this is interesting because this investigation allegedly was prepared in May 2020, which is when Trump was still in office. So Joe Biden probably had no idea that the, you know, the government is was already investigating this shit and already proved it. It was classified. It's still classified, but I guess they can speak on it now. So it's a little too late. Too little too late, Anthony Fauci. Too little too late, Joe Biden. Um, now we have the government even saying that it came from a lab. Um, so going back to this, let's see. Let's see what else we got. Latest on that, latest on that. Wow, former Grafton pharmacists who spoiled vials of COVID-19 vaccine sentenced to three years uh, in prison. Massachusetts man arrested for allegedly violating Maui's COVID-19 quarantine order. Texas Governor Greg Gabbitt signs bill to restrict vaccine passports. Shout out to Texas, because Texas be on it. Um, let's see what else we got. A landmark trial to test mRNA vaccines against COVID-19 in Africa can't get the coveted shots. Um, so let's see, what are they saying? A highly anticipated $130 million clinical trial meant to test the efficacy of the novel mRNA vaccines for COVID-19 against a key variant of the pandemic coronavirus, as well as in people living with HIV and pregnant women is stalled. It is ready to launch in eight countries in sub-Saharan Africa, yet neither maker of the vaccines, Pfizer or Moderna, wants to participate or even provide their vaccines. Very interesting. A group of prominent HIV advocates and activists in South Africa has written a letter complaining about the delay to U.S. government officials, including Anthony Fauci, who agreed to pay for the study. They stress that COVID-19 strikes people living with HIV especially hard and that dangerous variants of SARS evolve in them because many have weakened immune systems. All right, the trial aims to follow up on hints that mRNA vaccines can protect against a coronavirus variant first seen in South Africa. The, the variant widely prevalent in Africa escapes critical antibody responses to lab studies and non-mRNA vaccines have shown lower efficacy against it. Two of those vaccines, Novavax and Johnson & Johnson, also appear to offer only modest, if any, protection in people living with HIV. The new trial, would be organized by the COVID-19 Prevention Network, which Corey co-leads that previously staged efficacy trials of the Moderna vaccine and four other vaccine candidates. But a Pfizer spokesperson says it considers the study unnecessary because evidence shows its vaccine works well against the variant and the company has an international study underway against pregnant women. So 
The proposed trial would involve 14,000 people in South Africa, Botswana, Zimbabwe, Eswatini, Malawi, Zambia, Uganda, and Kenya, where adult HIV prevalence ranges from 4.5% to 27%. Ethicists have long debated whether vaccine trial participants should still be given placebos once a proven product exists, but there is no vaccine for most people in the region and trial participants will likely receive doses earlier than they would otherwise. Great is surprised that Moderna is balking. NIAB worked closely with the company to design this vaccine and warp speed gave the firm 1.5 billion related for efficacy trials. Moderna, however, says it wants to move on to assessing its new formulation. We are in active discussions with potential investigators in Africa, Africa to conduct such a study. All right, trial organizers hope a deal can still be reached with Moderna um, so it appears here that Moderna isn't even want to work with them. Pfizer doesn't want to work with them. Um, amending the act to provide international indemnity will require action at the highest government levels. Alternatively, the South African government could identify the company and Grace says such negotiations are underway. So, yeah, that's good news, people. Apparently, Pfizer and Moderna are dragging their feet uh, to vaccinate people in Africa. So again, this has been a good day. If you're just joining the show, um, we know that less than 20% of Black people have gotten the vaccine. And despite everything that they've done, all the propaganda, um, they have not been able to vaccinate Black people in large numbers at all. And now in Africa, it looks like you know Pfizer and Moderna really don't want no smoke. Uh, with Africa for some reason. So, you know, their plan is failing. I mean, I can't believe it. I'm, <laughs> I'm just like, you know, wow. <laughs> I can't believe it. Um, so yeah, those are the latest updates on the COVID-19 news. And then I always type in the word vaccine to get the latest information on that. So here's another article from CNN that just came out today. It says vaccination rates plunge in some states, slowing the progress in fight to end COVID-19. COVID-19 vaccinations have slowed to a trickle in some states, leaving unvaccinated Americans vulnerable to new variants and threatening the chances of reaching herd immunity. The U.S. reached its peak of daily vaccinations on April 1st, with more than 4.3 million people vaccinated in one day. Since then, the numbers have plummeted over the past week. An average. Hold on. Over the past few months, it says an average of roughly 560,000 Americans have been vaccinated each day. So if you look at this graph, this is showing you the graph of the vaccine rollout. And you can see that it steadily climbed, climbed, climbed to its peak almost two months ago, right here. And then it's completely dropped to very low levels. On TV, live, and have encouraged Mississippians oh, to do on. the same. But I also want to point out, Jake, that what President Biden's goals for July 4th or otherwise um, are arbitrary, to say the least. But here's the reality. The fact is, for over a year, um, we tried to focus our goals on reducing hospitalizations, reducing the number of individuals in ICU beds, because we think the most important thing is that if you get the virus, if you can get better with good quality care, that you receive that quality care 
at our peak, we had 1,444 individuals in the hospital. Today, we have 131. We're down 90%. At our peak, we had 2,400 cases per day over a seven-day period. Over the last seven days, we've had barely 800 cases in total over those seven days. And so for, for that entire year period, the goalpost was let's reduce the number of cases and we've been successful at doing that. The question is, why have we been successful at doing that? We've had a million Mississippians that have gotten the vaccine, but we've also had 320,000 Mississippians that have tested positive for the virus. Many people believe that somewhere between four and five times more people that have gotten the virus um, that have not tested have actually received, have gotten the virus. And so we've got somewhere probably between a million or so Mississippians that have natural immunity. And because of that, uh, there is very, very, very little virus uh, in our state. Right. We're still working to get the vaccine distributed and, and hope we'll continue to do so. I appreciate that things have gotten safer for Mississippi, Mississippians and God bless. Uh, uh, that's wonderful news. But I guess the concern is what happens when there's another wave? Uh, if so many Mississippians are not vaccinated, what if it's one of these new variants? I want you to take a listen to some public health officials issuing a stark warning for states such as yours. Take a listen. This virus is an opportunist and that where we have low rates of vaccination um, are where we may see it again. They are sitting ducks for the next outbreak of COVID-19, which shouldn't have to happen now. Are you worried the Mississippians who don't get vaccinated are going to be sitting ducks as you just heard from the NIH director? Well, those same public health experts are the exact same individuals that have been advising President Biden, who said in March that we were all Neanderthals because we were willing to uh, open our state up and open our economy up. They were wrong then and they're wrong now. Now, am I worried? You've heard me say this throughout this pandemic. If the question is, are you concerned with respect to the pandemic? The answer is always yes, no matter what the uh, the remaining words in the sentences or the remaining words in the question. And, and that's just a fact. We're going to continue to monitor it very closely. But the fact is we're down 98% since early January in terms of total number of cases in our state. Our, we had less than 50 Mississippians in ICU beds with the coronavirus uh, as of Friday. Uh, the, the situation is much different than any of the public health experts warned us. In March, the president came after me mm -hmm. personally. Um, and, and that's okay. I'm, I'm fine with that. But the question is, is the why? Why are we taking the vaccine, Jake? The reason the vaccine is being distributed, and thank God for the Trump administration that, that we were so quick in getting it done, but the reason it's being distributed is to drive numbers down. Um, and, and it's happening in our state, and, it's, and I'm hopeful it's happening in other states as well. Well, first of all, just as a point of clarification, I think it was Biden himself who used the term Neanderthal, Neanderthal thinking, not his health advisors. And that was about not embracing science. I'm not defending the comment, but I think that was a context. Dr. Collins, who you heard from there, the NIH director, was also an NIH director uh, during the Trump administration. Um, I, I guess just the point is, you seem to be arguing two things. You seem to be arguing everybody should get vaccinated, and yet it's not that big a deal that not everybody's getting vaccinated, and those seem to be in conflict. You, you would argue, you would agree that Mississippians watching right now should go get vaccinated, yes? I would absolutely agree, uh, Jake. I think that all Mississippians and all Americans should go get vaccinated because I think it's safe, I think it's effective, and I think it's one way uh, to continue to drive down the numbers. But I also, Jake, 
and then say lies, right? And say where I differ from you and so many other people. It's not just individuals can make their own decision, Jake. Individuals can make their own decision as to how to protect themselves and their families. Government's role here is to make the vaccine available, to make it easily accessible for Americans, to make it easily accessible for Mississippians. We've done that in our state. We've done that in many other states around the country. And now I encourage my fellow Mississippians to go get vaccinated. But that's an individual choice. And we've got to get out of this idea that central government in Washington, D.C. knows best on all decisions. And that's the view of the Biden administration and so many others um, in the far left. I'm not really quite sure what you think I disagree with that you just said. I don't support mandatorily uh, vaccinating people. I, I just think that you're contradicting yourself. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. So, yeah, that was interesting. Um, very that, interesting. that man, they always try to CNN is a, they, <laughs> whoo, they scripts they read, the scripts they read. Yeah, I'm that, like man play, that man played it. That man played it well. He played it well. He said, mm -hmm. "Just what you're supposed to say as a politician. We got some shit available for you to take, but that's up to you. We're not gonna make you take it. It's up to you. We've and we and we encourage you to do the research. Yes, on the science. So yeah, do the research. Then make your decision. That's all he's saying. They made something available for the people to run to, and because they scared." But mm -hmm. he said, in fact, our, our state don't even have as many people vaccinated and our numbers went down. So that's that's why he kept saying, oh, you contradicting yourself. No, he wasn't contradicting himself. He was letting them know you can get the vaccine vaccine if you want to. But a lot of people don't have it here and uh, our numbers are down. So exactly. That's your decision. Exactly. And yeah, that's that's they're really upset about Mississippi because there's a lot of black people in Mississippi. And, um, they, you know, like I said before, they're, they're, uh, they're targeting the black community has failed miserably and they're, they're really upset with him because they want him to be like, vaccinate, vaccinate, vaccinate black people, hurry up and get the shot. And he's like, um, we're doing just fine. Um, a lot of people already caught it anyway, and they're just fine. So that's why, you know, they're, they're really trying to pressure the governor of Mississippi to be more you know, I guess aggressive with his tone, but it's not working. And now this article just came out today. It says over 200,000 doses of the Johnson & Johnson COVID vaccine set to expire. Quote, time to act is now. So let's watch this. So these things got an expiration date on them too? Wow. <laughs> I'm loving this. The waste. Thousands of doses of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine will expire in two weeks. NBC4's Kevin Ross has the governor's urgent message. Well, demand for all of the vaccine options has been dwindling at places around the state, including the Celeste Center here, where they plan to close down the mass vaccination site later this month. And now the governor is renewing his call for all Ohioans to get vaccinated as soon as possible. On Monday, Mike DeWine sent an urgent plea to providers explaining the large supply of J&J is expiring on June 23rd. The Ohio Department of Health requires providers to follow a first-in, first-out process so the vaccines with the earliest expiration dates are used first. The state does not have any legal options for sending the excess supply to other states or countries. 
About 4.7 million Ohioans are fully vaccinated, and health leaders say doing so is still the best way to protect yourself and others. In a release from Governor Mike DeWine's office, the governor says in part, quote, it is safe and effective and only requires one shot. In just two weeks, you could be protected from this virus. Getting vaccinated is the quickest way out of the pandemic and the fastest way for us to return to the lives we remember. And the governor says the state is also working with providers and local health departments to get that shout out quickly by offering things like mobile clinics, other special clinics, and even delivering the vaccine directly to congregate settings and homebound individuals. Local for you in Columbus, Catherine Ross, NBC4. Yeah, just think about that. It's just think about that. Like, DTE is building a strong. We're talking about 200,000 doses of just one manufacturer um, that are set to expire June 23rd. That's within two weeks. So this is a huge problem because Ohio is doing a million dollar lottery right now, right? They're doing a, a vaccine lottery and it's still not working. So they're upset about that because again, that $200,000 worth of vaccines is probably, mm, I don't know, a few hundred million dollars worth of lost money that's going in the garbage. And that's just Johnson & Johnson. What about Pfizer? What about Moderna? Um, what's going on with that? So, you know, those vaccines could be expired as well. And this is just Ohio. So all over the country, this is this is happening everywhere. And that's why they're upset with Mississippi. That's why they're upset with Florida. They're upset with Texas. They're upset with all these governors because they're, yeah. they're losing all of that money. So this is about money at the end of the day. That's what it's about money. And it's about depopulation. And they they really thought people were going to be lining up by the boatload to get this vaccine. So I'm happy to see that as well. I'm, I'm really happy to see that that shit is going to waste. God is good. <laughs> God is good. Yeah, that's that that just that just goes to show you what what caught me is that it that it has an expiration date. Wait a minute. Whoa. So the vaccinations have an expiration date. Mm -hmm. And it's about to expire. How long has this shit been out? Where it expires so soon. Right. It's only been out, um, shit, what? Four months? If that. So that sounds like something that they rushed and put out there and say, we're going to hope that the people fall in line in enough time before it expires. I mean, I don't, I mean, it's just that that whole expiration thing just got to be floored right now. Like, vaccinations had an expiration date. So they had a time frame right. to push this shit. Right. Yeah, they did. They had so diabolical. When they put this shit in your face and tell you, yeah, they got an expiration date on there. So figure it out, but don't figure it out. But once you figure it out, you know, still get your vaccination. That shit is crazy. Yeah, everything is very time sensitive with this. Every it seems like, you know, for them to have to store these vaccines at sub-zero temperatures, that's expensive. I mean, you can't like just imagine, okay, if you have a freezer that is what negative 30 degrees you got hundreds of thousands millions of these little vaccines um it's just like if you have food right if you have fucking you can freeze some meat for a couple months but after three four months it's like oh you know you can't really do nothing with it so it, it's not going to be effective at altering people's dna after a certain time period and that's really what it's about because they they know that okay, if I want to alter your DNA, this chip, this software, this chip, yeah. this chip needs to be 
still functioning. So it's just like a computer, you know, it's not going to last forever. It has a short life. So yeah, they, they, they're pissed. They're upset about that. And then now they came out with they this article. They should be pissed and they should be put on a firing squad. <laughs> because you, you, how, you how, I, that's the thing, you know, we can talk about this all day, but the bottom line is, how do you stop them from controlling humanity at this point? We talk about it, but what, what's next? Right. So the best thing, like you get up there now, plant-based to fish diet. So best thing you can do is protect yourself from the attack. Yeah, I found this interesting. They said a plant-based diet is associated with 73% lower odds of moderate to severe COVID-19. So it says um, several studies have suggested that diet may affect, you know, symptom severity and illness duration. And um, yeah, that's just interesting because they, they're saying here these associations were true when they talked about weight and coexisting medical conditions. So again, I love salmon. Um, they're about to make me go buy some today. But, oh, yes. I want some today. I told my mama. She asked me if I want uh, catfish. I said, I want some salmon. I've been wanting some salmon. But I, I stick with mostly fish and the, and the meats that uh, for my, 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 um, you know, my blood type. But I don't, I don't eat a lot of, you know, uh, you know, beef and pork and chicken and all that. I don't do all that. I do mostly seafood and, and um, turkey. That's it. Yeah. Like, where do you get your salmon from? Um, the, the fish market mostly, but sometimes if I'm at Myers, I might pick up, uh, uh, from the fish, from the, uh, not the frozen, the, uh, fresh, fresh market, fish market might pick up some from there mm -hmm. for the most part to, at the fish market. Oh, okay. I don't even know where one is. Oh, six mile. Oh, it's one on six mile. Okay. West six mile. Yep. Magnificent. Well, make six mile. Okay, and it's like a, it's like a large, like the whole fish. Um, yeah, you can. It's they don't have a they don't have a heads on them, but it's it's filleted. They don't have like the whole where you got to scale it and all that. It's already filleted. Got you, got you. Okay, they might though. I don't know. I have I haven't looked. We're always looking for the fillet because I'm not going to do all that. <laughs> so what you just bake it? No, I uh. You pan sear it, then you then you finish it off in the oven. Ah, okay, okay. And then I grill it when I throw it in my um, shish kebabs. It's kind of hard because it's so soft, so you can't. But it don't take that long for it to cook. It don't. It take like literally minutes, like about three minutes. You're done. Mm -hmm. I've done it on a grill. I made salmon burgers from it. Um, I I do everything with salmon. Yeah, I literally just bought me some right now as we speak. Once I saw that picture, I was like, damn, some salmon sounds good. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm about to get me some. Go on, go on YouTube or Pinterest and find out what recipe you can use because they got them. They got a lot of them, but salmon is easy to cook and it gets done fast. The best thing you can do is not overcook it because if you overcook it, it's, it's going to be dry. So what you got to do is sear it. Make sure you got your oils and everything in the skillet once you sear it. And then you just finish it off in the oven with some. Uh, we put I put extra butter in the oven. Mm -hmm. 
or, yeah. or whatever, whatever, you know, you can use non, non-dairy butter. You know, I don't recommend margarine because margarine is just disgusting. Yeah. 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 I like, I like, um, I like a little olive oil every now and then too. So, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Season it up. Dill is good on salmon. Dill brings out that, that, that flavor. It's real good. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, we're gonna have a salmon party since black people not getting vaccinated. I'm gonna celebrate Fourth of July. So that'd be dope. Yeah, like a, a shout out to the black race for for not you know signing up for this. And apparently, um, you can you do know, it over here. I got a shishaba grill. I got two other grills. Oh, you do. Yep, I got a, a shish kebab grill and I got a two other uh, bigger grill and a small grill. Nice, nice, nice. Do you eat lamb chops too? Oh, yes. That's part of my blood type. Yes, I do. Okay. Well, I'm going to be over there as soon as I get my car fixed. I'm telling you. <laughs> as soon as I get my car fixed. Like, that sounds good. Fourth of July or something. So, so yeah, we got to set that up. But, um, also, you know, I guess more and more people are coming out. I'm trying to find that video that Outlaw sent me, that lady that was on the news that she, so the vac, the people that got vaccinated is getting worse for them. Now they can put magnets anywhere, not just on the arm, but this one lady, I'm going to try to find that video, but she, um, she was putting it on the meat. She can put it on her, her forehead. She can put it on her chin. She can put it, she can put it anywhere. So apparently, yeah. Because if, if if you have any metal in your body, if you got any metals in your body, a magnet definitely will attract it. But imagine all of the smart dust you're breathing in—that's metal. Yeah, that's not nothing natural. That's not no natural uh, plant you breathing in. You breathing in a metal, and that's that's that 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 our, our, our whole bodies are. That's why I try, that's why I'm trying to encourage people. If you can afford to, when you rent your house or you get own your house. Talk to your landlord and, and think about shelling $500 and tell them to take that smart meter off and put the other meter back on. That smart meter is causing a lot of illness too because that's nothing but radiation. I, I'm a, my, my bedroom is right on the other side of my smart meter. Do you know I feel that shit every time it's ramped up? Yeah. I can believe it. So it's, it's, it's a, we, we cover, we got, a, we got a lot of better. If, and if you've ever been vaccinated with any shot, any type of vaccination you ever had, whether it was a pneumonia shot, any type of, believe me, it was some metal in it. Doctor said that, told me, told me when my son was a baby, it's mercury in that shit. We carry yeah. that shit in our bodies. And in the food, they spray all that shit in the air. It lands on our, on our, on our food. We don't. It's crazy. We got we we all got metals in us. It's 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 this planet is is we already artificial. We already been you know cloned. I know I sound crazy, but this shit used to used to confuse me when I used to hear about cloning. I'm like, man, that's the you know. But but when you the more you the more you dig into it, it's like. We we I ain't gonna say we already cloned. We already prepped for cloning. Yeah. With all yeah. this damn metal and tracking and shit that's, that we have in us. Oh yeah, they are. They are. They're prepping people. Uh, 
so all right just to give context this lady i guess she called cvs pharmacy and spoke directly to the pharmacist to get information about the vaccine ingredients so let's see what's actually in these vaccines yeah no you're good i'm ready okay <laughs> um it's listed as the messenger the mrna lipids so it's sm hyphen one zero two it has poly polyethylene glycol in it um see and then one comma two hyphen glycerol hyphen sn hyphen glycol
So it has that in the vaccine. So it basically gives it to you. The Johnson and Johnson is like a flu shot. So it's going to be a little bit of the virus, whereas the Moderna and the Pfizer are mRNA. Huh. So it basically, it's, it's, I read an analogy. It's like the Pfizer and Moderna are like a blueprint. It gives your body the blueprint in order to fight the virus. And Johnson and Johnson, it gives them the instructions to fight the virus. Wait, Johnson and Johnson yeah. gives the injection? What did you say? It gives them the instructions. So like Moderna and Pfizer, it's like the blueprint. Here's like the layout. Everything is already done body go ahead and Johnson and Johnson is like the instructions where the body still has to kind of figure out what to do with itself to fight the virus. Okay. So I'm just like, I can't, you know, there's all this, like, you're not going to be able to travel if you get this. Like, I, I just like everything that's listed. Like I, I can't, I can see why people are having adverse reactions. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I just like, I, is there anything that like any research that can help myself and other people to feel more comfortable with this or is it just a matter of having to wait through throughout this trial period to see kind of the full effects yeah i mean that's i mean that's pretty much what it is i mean it is i I hate to say it's like a waiting and trial thing but i mean it's never been around before so yeah the mrna technology has been around I mean, yeah, I agree with you that it's, and thank you for your honesty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, yeah, it's kind of just, just on what you think is best for, you know, yourself and your family, so. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you again so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay, all right, bye. Yeah, you guys, if you're listening to this, go follow this woman on Instagram. Her name is CJ.Dunning on Instagram. Um, She's called a lot of these pharmacies (laughs) pretending like she just wants more information on the vaccine. And yeah, she she is just so, she's a militant. Like, I like white people like her because they're not for the bullshit and they're not, you know, a part of the propaganda. So, you know. And it's a lot of them. And that's where, <clears throat> you know, that's where we have to decide as 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 a as an individual who you're gonna, you know, vibe with. Just because they're not your complexion, don't mean they don't have valuable information. Don't mean that they're part of it. Mm-hmm. They tired of this shit too. Mm-hmm. They know what's going on. A lot of them have access to information that we don't. Right, exactly. And they use their privilege to get to, to get that information. Right, because I bet you I, I, I haven't seen one Black person call any of these pharmacists and ask them what's in the vaccine. Oh, this clip I just showed you, Lynette, you're you're about to you about to roast this Black woman. You're about to roast her ass. So I'm just giving you forewarning. Um, let me pull this up. <laughs> you're about to roast her for this. And you about to roast you about to roast this black restaurant owner too. So where is it? Right here. Yeah, this is the link right here. Check this out. I'm so happy you came because I was gonna send this to you anyway. 
That but look is a look like a. I already know your reaction is going to be priceless. So let's play this. <laughs> Community today offered free COVID vaccines and testing to anyone over 12. WGN's Tanya Francisco is live in Humboldt Park with more on this story. Tanya. Lourdes and Ray, we've reported a lot about those communities that have been hardest hit by COVID, also being hesitant to take the vaccine. The mayor has often said you have to meet people where they are. So today, a doctor's office teamed up with a popular restaurant to get shots in arms. <sighs> Aggie Cooper is afraid of needles, but... I feel that it is right to come out here and get me a good shot. <laughs> She was one of a handful of people who stopped by Turkey Chop Gourmet Grill on the city's west side to get a phone. Oh, Turkey Chops, I'm done with y'all. Blessing. I don't have a phone. I don't have transportation. And I was walking by, and uh, I heard the music, and I asked, what's going on? They said, come on, we're getting all shot. I said, whoa, that's what I need. You got to bring it to them instead of them going to it. Before the pandemic, Clinton Love would typically close his restaurant on Mondays from 1 to 3 to feed the community through his weekly community soup kitchen. Over the past five years, he's fed 375,000 people. But since he hasn't been able to do it, he teamed up with the Wellness Home on Morgan, a Black-owned private practice office out of the Bridgeport neighborhood, to get people vaccinated instead. We're here to help anyone and everyone. Uh, even if it ends up being one person, two people, a hundred people, we're here to help every single person because we're all in this together. This is something everyone needs to do. Oh, we're all in this together. Yeah, we're proud of it. have any concerns about getting Not the vaccine me. because of where it was coming from. I really wasn't worried because I trust, and I'm quite sure the neighborhood does too. This is the type of stuff. Well, toothless, you know, stupid. Thank you for your oh, and your love for this neighborhood. That means a lot. <clears throat> we all in this together. We all one team. We all one family. Yeah. One Chicago. Hi, Kennedy. How are you? And they plan to be Ooh, back like at it for at least the next three Mondays or until they've reached everyone they feel that they can reach. I'm on this afternoon in the city's Humboldt Park neighborhood. Tanya Francisco. They know they wrong. They know they are all the way wrong for going to the turkey shop and showing this lady with no teeth. She ain't got no motherfucking teeth. And they out here exploiting her. And she talking about, I trust them. I ain't worried about shit. What is going on with this lady's teeth? Why would they have her get on camera with her teeth looking like this to represent a Black-owned business? And Quentin, what is your name? Quentin Love, the owner. I'm going to be making a complaint. I'm going to be roasting Quentin Love, the owner of the Turkey Chop Gourmet Grill. I'm going to be ranting and, and exposing his ass on my YouTube channel. Because how dare you? How dare you? you know, yeah, he said we all in this together. He probably like shit. <laughs> like, how much, did they, how much did they pay your ass for this shit, nigga? Because... The turkey chops, really, really at the turkey chop grill, nigga. <laughs> okay, I, 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 when I saw this, I was like, nigga, y'all going to the soul food restaurants? No, nigga. Next thing you know, they're gonna be at Motor City Soul Food in a minute. Like, hey, get you some macaroni and cheese and get your shot at the same get your time. Jet. Wow, 
I'm, 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 I, I, I can't really say what I, I was gonna say. Little baby in the room. I don't want to be cursing like that. But that little toothless like, man. Nah, you're you're on my on podcast. Walking. You can say you can say whatever on my podcast because I can't be censored <laughs> by YouTube. No, no, no. I was saying I, I no, I was saying my friend daughter in the room. I didn't want. Oh, to, oh yeah. Yes, yeah. she, she ain't want to go off too much because, whoo child. I wanted to say something so bad. That that's crazy. It, it and it's and it's but that's the mentality though. That's the that's the that's the scary part. That's the. Yeah. I, I just, man, so come get you a turkey chop and get this shot, you turkey, you jab turkey. <laughs> Basically. And then we all in this together, man, that's, that's, I was just talking about that this morning on Instagram live. I was like, y'all can say y'all all in this together. I'm not part of that. I'm, I'm just not, I'm sorry. Y'all, y'all all in that together. They want y'all all in it together because when they go down, y'all going down too. Not I. Right, nigga. You're gonna have to do you have to do more than that. Bitch, I don't need you to pay again. How, you're not gonna be able to reach the majority of black women. And I was saying this earlier that um most black women, they by their own food um they have their own car they have their own weed they have their own everything most black women are very independent and very self-sufficient and um you know just to target the black women that might not be you're targeting a very small percentage of black women so it, again it's like it's not going to work because most black women don't need you to buy them some turkey chops. They don't need you to do that unless you're their man or something. But if you're not her man, then why you think she's just gonna be like, oh, you wanna buy me a free meal? Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not the mindset of the average black woman, or the majority, I should say. Um, so yeah, that's you know, that's just ridiculous because you know, they 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 really need to, if you're gonna target black women, then you know, trying to buy a black woman some turkey chops and some, you know, some macaroni and cheese is not the way to go. So. Yeah, but you know, that community over there, they, they, you know, they, they got a lot of, you know, homeless and halfway houses and stuff in that area. So you can easily get them people to, to sign up. Yeah. Cause like that lady said, I don't have no phone. I don't have no and when I saw this, I said, yeah, that's exactly what I need. She wanted that food. Right. She was hungry. More than that shot. Yeah, she wanted that food more than that shot. <laughs> she was hungry. <laughs> <laughs> they asked us hungry that day, nigga. Shit. Yeah. That's ridiculous. That's just, as a grown woman, like, it's just anybody that even if you're on disability, you should be able to, you know, make sure you got enough uh, enough food to eat. I mean, cell phones are free. You're going to get an Obama phone for free. So that, I just don't understand the mentality of some of our people. Um, but, you know, like I said before, you know, they can vaccinate those people because they look at those people as useless eaters and breeders anyway. Um, they, they can't have children anymore. Um, so that's how they look at them. You see the hold on. 
Hold on one second. Okay. Oh, okay. That's okay. So yeah, I um I was uh watching somebody uh who was I gonna say somebody sent me a video. Have you seen a video where um that fast what I was gonna say? Ah, okay. It'll come back to me. Damn. Okay. No big deal. Oh yeah. About the uh placebo. That was that you that showed that video? The placebo with the vaccine? Yeah. Um because there's a there's a video they talking about the reason why a lot of people the uh the magnet test didn't work on their arm was mm-hmm. because they were given placebos. And it seemed like a lot of black people that one saying ain't no magnet fall off my arm. And they said that's because they were giving placebos. Oh yeah. And, oh yeah. For and sure. that, those are the ones they said you gotta come back in six months. And they said that's when they're gonna get in the real one. I don't know if that's a experiment, a test. Yeah, yeah, because um like my auntie has cancer and she got it and she's like, I'm fine. I I have I've had cancer for 20 years and I'm just fine after I got my shot. So, you know, there's nothing. I don't know why they're trying to say people are dying right away. But I think, you know, the people that do die right away probably got the real thing. And then they may have like. Yeah, they gave out the placebo and they gave out the real deal. Right. So a lot of people that probably say, I feel fine, probably had a placebo. And the ones that had the descriptions of them and the videos of them having symptoms and injury from it, you know, uncontrollable seizures and some people ain't can't walk straight those are the ones that got the real deal and those most of those people were were as a lot of white ones but a lot of black people broke out with them with the uh i don't know what it was they broke out all over their body they they had uh other symptoms that was you know yeah and my concern is that um people are going to test positive for hiv soon because we know yeah the virus has yeah, hiv in it. yeah so you know and then um i was looking at some information about the the blood the blood cells of people that get covid like my mom for example has really low white blood cells so for a lot of yeah, people I read about that. yeah so for a lot of people even if you get the vaccine and you didn't necessarily get the infection you may have the immune system of an aids patient and not even know it and just be walking around and, you know, thinking everything is all good. And then you got to worry about HIV later. It's like you got so much other shit um, to worry about later that, you know, it's like, oh, you're just thinking about today. Like, okay, well, today I feel fine. But it could be a really uh, a quick, a, a faster way to AIDS because they said, you know, AIDS isn't killing people fast enough. So that's my concern is that, you know, shit, you might have sex with somebody that got the vaccine and you don't even know, okay, does this person now have HIV? Can they spread it now? Like, you know, it's just like, it's a lot. So, yeah. Yeah, I was reading about that too. And it's been confirmed, you know, it's been confirmed by virologists. They have confirmed that that, that HIV and that AIDS is in those vaccinations. They've confirmed it. So it's up to the people, your discernment. Do you believe it or, or not? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you believe in what you're hearing from these people that supposedly are knowledgeable? So 
Mm-hmm. The information is out there. It's, it's no excuse. The information is out there. The thing about it is it's being, you know, um, swept under the rug because mainstream media cannot afford to have people thinking for themselves. Yeah, and like they have got to push this. They have got to do it. And we got to tell people we all in this together. It it gives people a sense of unity. But I call it misunity. Mm-hmm. Because you telling people that 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 they, they shouldn't have they shouldn't have a choice. If I got the vaccination, you got to get the vaccination. We're all in this together. Yeah. Oh, you don't have enough incentive. We're gonna give y'all some free food. We're gonna offer free daycare. We we're gonna offer the strip clubs, get free lap dances. We have you seen that shit? Yeah, I was like, nigga, really, nigga, like. I'm not even, if I'm going to the strip club, nigga, the last thing I'm thinking about is getting injected with anything. Like, <laughs> I'm not thinking about nothing. So <laughs> I just don't understand the, 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 the mindset of these people. Like, they're so delusional. Like, they're like, oh, how else can we get to the Black community? Shit, let's go to the strip clubs. Let's vaccinate them there. Like, right, let's go to the barbershop. Let's vaccinate the mayor. Got a lap there. Like, nigga, I'm, like, nigga, please. Like, nigga, if I'm at the strip club, you think I'm worried about uh, vaccine, nigga? Like, make it make sense. It makes no sense, man. It makes no sense. So. Oh, have you heard about the, the next uh, round of uh, stimulus check? They getting ready to send out for vaccinated people. If you're not vaccinated, you don't get shit. What are you kidding? Wow. Yes, that came in on the wire. They said, yep, the next round of uh I didn't even know about a stimulus check till I get till I got that wire. They said, yeah, uh the next round of stimulus checks they paid it's supposed to be four thousand, I think. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, this supposed to be that, but they said that was like retro for some about taxes that something about the tax. I didn't read the details. I was just I was just dumbfounded at how. You got to present your VAX card in order to, uh, like, like people to get their checks, but in order to cash it, you're going to have to present your VAX card. Wow. Yeah. So they're going to they get, people going to get their 4000 but you got to present a valid VAX card. I was like, yeah, I already, I already got, I already got the plug on the fake ones. I'm going to cash that $4,000 check. Damn, that shit is $4,000. Yep, they got the plug on the fake ones, three hundred. Get you a fake vax, and it ain't one of them old um, copy machine looking ones. You know, like it's been mm-hmm. photocopied. It ain't one of those. This shit is it, this shit look real. Mm-hmm. Well, shit, if they're giving them, but I don't know if it's gonna be like microchip. I don't know how they're gonna pull that shit off. That's what I don't know. But I've seen the card. The card. I've seen the card that you carry. I've seen that. I didn't. I can't tell if it's a scanner on it or not. Mm-hmm. Like a code. Yeah, I don't know if it got a code. I didn't see the back of it. I just saw the front of the card. Mm. Wow, that's crazy. Wow, they get in. They get in. Wow, they get in desperate, huh? Mm. They get in desperate. So in the next yep. stimulus check, you got to get vaccinated to get your stimulus. So that's why I'm glad I'm back to work. Well, you don't have to be vaccinated, but the idea is, in order to cash it, you got to show your vax card. 
Oh, the cash. So they they're being slick with it by saying, "Oh no, you know, there's no that's not true. You don't have to be vaccinated to get the stimulus. Everybody's entitled to the stimulus check, but you gotta you can cash it. Yeah, you gotta show your vax card." Mm. Yeah, they targeting um, you know young people and people that might not have bank accounts and, and um, you know people that you know may not you know get direct deposit set up and stuff like that and older people. So yeah, that's that's what they're doing with that. But it's not going to work. I mean, I've never seen the government so desperate. I mean, wow. I mean, the desperate. And that should raise that should raise that should raise eyebrows. Yeah. This government is so desperate. Like when you desperate. got churches set up with the vaccinations ready to vaccinate people, you should your eyebrows should raise. Like, well, wait, ooh, it's vaccinating people in the church. <laughs> what would Jesus do? Sure, right. What would Jesus do? My good shit. Jesus said he can heal you with his hands. So why are we doing this at church? Like, come on now. So that that was shocking because that's where my aunt got hurt. I was like, oh my goodness. I said, Auntie, Auntie. She was like, I trust God. I said, okay, I, I didn't say no more. I, I, I left it at that. I said, okay. I said, y'all, y'all trust this. That you made vaccination in the church. She said, no, I trust God. I said, okay. No, I said, respect. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. So, oh. one, once again, another day, another variant. So, check this out from India. Meanwhile, in India, there are signs of recovery. The second wave is slowing down and significantly so. Cases are declining. The death rate has dropped. The country is opening up. Things seem hopeful, yes. But some hurdles still remain, like new variants. Two of them are being called super infected. What are their names? Where are they spreading? And what new symptoms are they causing? Here's a report on all you need to know. The lowest case count in 66 days. A sharp decline. A notable improvement in the rate of recovery. And a decreasing daily death toll. Overall, India is on the road to recovery. But the situation remains worrying in some states like Tamil Nadu, Karnataka, Maharashtra, Kerala, and Odisha. Together, these five states account for 65.9% of new cases. As they fight back, they're set to face new hurdles. New variants are lurking in the shadows. Two of them have been declared super infective. The first one is called N440K. It was first seen in Gujarat in the month of January. Now its prevalence has risen across India. According to a paper published by the Academy for Scientific and Innovative Research, Karnataka, Maharashtra, Telangana, and Chhattisgarh account for 50% of the samples tested for this variant. How dangerous is this variant? The paper suggests it is 10 times more infective than the other strains spreading in India. It has the ability to enter a host more efficiently. It can replicate and make new virus particles faster. And it could lead to severe symptoms within three to four days as compared to a week for other strains. This variant is scary. 
the second one even more. It's called B11282. This one has oh, been identified no. by the National Institute of Virology in Pune after testing nasal and throat swabs of international passengers from the UK and Brazil. The findings have raised an alarm. This variant can lead to severe symptoms like weight loss, viral replication in the respiratory tract, lung lesions, and severe lung pathology or infection. Will vaccines work on these new variants? The report suggests a two-dose co-vaccine regimen can produce a good antibody response. So how prevalent is this variant? The report says only 0.5% of the viral samples tested worldwide have been detected with this variant. But it remains a potential threat, especially for India, which is bracing for a third wave. The challenges don't end there. India is also reporting some serious post-COVID complications. After black fungus and white fungus, another fungal infection is on the rise. Pulmonary aspergillosis, an allergic reaction caused by aspergillus fungus. It existed long before COVID. Now it has become more invasive. It is being reported in COVID patients who had a prolonged stay in ICUs or took steroids for treatment. This infection affects the lungs. And if left untreated, it may manifest into respiratory problems. As India emerges from lockdowns, we cannot afford to let our guard down. Your report, we have. Yeah, so now they got a super infective variant, which, you know, there's just more and more variants coming out. But the thing is, we know that these viruses were manipulated in the lab and they trained them to be more and more infectious. So they know for a fact what they're doing, they're releasing these super strains in people and then they're saying, oh, we just found a new variant that's more infectious. I'm like, no, you trained it in the lab to make it more infectious. That's what they, that's what they did. So, you know, it's just sickening. Um, you know, I really feel bad for India but, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, they'll wake up one day because India has a lot of natural products and they they have a lot of resources there. They just they're just a victim of the propaganda because it's a poor country. So they're you know, they're definitely they want to definitely kill a lot of Indians, too, because, you know, there's like, I think, a billion people in India. So, that yeah, they definitely want to. um take down the population of India, any place where there's, you know, majority black people or not even black, but just, you know, non-white people, then they, they want to take out um, as many people as possible. So that's the latest on that. Um, and the last thing, we're just going to review the latest on Dr. Fauci, because, you know, every day there's something new with Dr. Fauci as far as him being exposed. So the Biden administration said Fauci's job is safe for now. Now, <laughs> if somebody tells me my job is safe for now, it's time for me to start looking for a new job. Sorry. So that lets you know, you know, his job is safe today, but it doesn't mean that, you know, it's not going to be, you know, a, he's not going to be for sure, for sure there the way he's been there for the past, what, 20 years? So. 
you know, he he needs to worry about his job. You about to lose your job. You are about to lose your job, Fauci. So um, one more thing I'm going to play is, let's see. He probably did already. Fauci. You think so? Yeah, probably. Yeah, the tribunals is in. I saw the tribunal. He's been executed. What you have is a is a is a skin mask or doppelganger or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, he might be cloned or something. We don't even know. It always surprises me what we can do for free with Canva presentations. Seeing how quickly our team turns their And Republic TV broke a story of how IIT researchers, Indian researchers and scientists, were the first, perhaps in the world in January 2020 when they exposed the truth about coronavirus, when they said that it is unusual, it doesn't seem like it's natural, or they spoke of how in their detailed research paper, after an investigation, they spoke of how Four specific inserts were found in samples of COVID-19 from Wuhan, which were not found in any coronavirus in the database back then. We spoke about this IIT researchers report that was put up and later forced to take down. They were forced to take it down after they were attacked, cyberbullied, they were trolled. And the Republic TV newsbreak is getting bigger. It appears Dr. Anthony Fauci, internal mails of Dr. Anthony Fauci show that he attacked the research paper that was conducted, that was done by the team of researchers in the national capital. And we have an email where Dr. Anthony Fauci in February 2020, while referring to this paper that was put out by IIT researchers, he called it outlandish. He called the Indian report outlandish. Today, the whole world is talking about this Indian report which was first, first put out after scientific research in January 2020. We'll put the graphics out of that as well. But, but the big news is that we broke the story earlier today, and it appears Dr. Anthony Fauci also tried to discredit our IIT scientists and researchers in February 2020. We have proof of that. Ankit is from the Republic World team. Ankit, take us to that email Mom. and why this is turning out to be a bigger scandal than we thought initially. Niranjan, absolutely. Yeah. This story, we just broke it a couple of hours back and it's already gotten... Yeah, I was, I'm on a, um, I'm on a um, Zoom conference. Now, we know that a lot of Dr. Anthony Fauci's emails are now public. One of them talks about the Indian report on COVID-19. Here is the email from Anthony Fauci. There are details of whom it is addressed to. And it speaks mm-hmm. about a subject that is more on the evolution of coronaviruses. Anthony Fauci writes, The Indian paper is really outlandish. And then he agrees about someone's summary. He discredits the entire paper, this research that has been done, all the science that has gone in behind it, simply by using the word outlandish. That is perhaps not how a top scientist would like to reply to a paper that is making this magnitude of claim. What is also extremely, extremely important, the date of this email is the 2nd of February 2020. This, we can tell you through our own tracking, is at least a couple of weeks before the first legitimate, so to say, legitimate paper that doubted the lab leak theory came out. So even before anyone had actually published any scientific 
paper that discusses the lab leak theory, Anthony Fauci had discredited India's team's claim on it. It's extremely important because it acknowledges at least a couple of things. One is that the Indian paper that we're talking about and that the IIT team had published and then they were browbeaten into taking it down. That paper had got the attention of no less than Dr. Anthony Fauci, who was for four decades, he has been the chairman of the National Institute of Health, National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, NIAID. Now, Dr. Anthony Fauci has been a person who has been in the news for this one and a half years. But in the last two months, some of his emails have been very suspect. For instance, another email that we have on republicworld.com right now talks about a conversation between him and Peter Desek, who is a member of the WHO's team, who leads an alliance called EcoHealth. And that Dr. Anthony Fauci's NIAID is said to have funded EcoHealth, which in turn is said to have funded virologist research at Wuhan Institute of Virology. This is the second big paper, the second big letter from Anthony Fauci that discredits the COVID labric theory and very, very importantly, it discredits the theory that has originated from India. Indian researchers had pointed out how there are signs that there are HIV strains in coronavirus that cause SARS, uh, COVID-19, the sars covid On the publicworld.com right now, we have the entire story about the IIT team and the IIT team research. You can read it here right now. And the letter by Dr. Anthony Fauci, the purported letter, is also on that story. So you have, within a couple of hours, double confirmation that this paper was potent. This paper, at least, at the very least, I can say, deserves to be out there on the internet so that people can examine it. Let them determine whether or not it's outlandish or uncanny or whether it actually points legitimate questions to the it has no business being denied publishing. No one should really go and cyber-bully the team that came out with it because it is a global pandemic and it deserves to be researched. You cannot dismiss such theories simply on a whim and you cannot dismiss it on an email like this. It needs to be dismissed, if at all, on another scientific publication. So this is the story right now. You have some of the people who are perhaps involved and you know a lot more. This in the middle, you see the picture of what remains of the paper. It says, I can't show it to you, but you can see it on the website, that this is just about all that remains of the paper. It says later that it was withdrawn. You can no longer find it. This is obviously Xi Jinping, and that is Xi Shengli. Xi Shengli, I'm so sorry, who is the principal researcher at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, who led a lot of research into coronaviruses over two decades. We have covered this extensively. Uh, we have been tracking, and the most important thing to keep note of here is that there are enormous research, email, and interview fails that you can go back and examine for consistency and things of that nature. And now, at least Dr. Anthony Fauci has been caught up. Now he needs to answer on why he thought the Indian paper was outlandish. Yeah, so yeah, uh, shout out to the Indians for their. They're definitely well aware of what Dr. Fauci is doing, and they're, they're definitely turning on him. So, um, any final thoughts on that? Uh, wait a minute. Okay. Um, yeah, I remember the doc that the, the, the doctor, the scientist, he um he put that shit out there as soon as it happened, and they were real quick to shut him down. He was on mainstream media too. And they was real quick to shut him down and his research, and you ain't hear her shit from him. Mm-hmm. Because Trump was trying to support him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he they was. They quickly shut him down. I remember that too. I remember it. 
Yeah, yeah, they didn't play about that paper that showed it was HIV and that virus. They they did not want that out there at all. So thank God, you know, they didn't die or come up missing or anything. But, um, you know, the people need to know. So that's why I'm on here every day. And that's why I'm sharing the videos and, and getting people to research. So everybody needs to know. Yeah, that's what's up. I appreciate it. I, I definitely appreciate that. That, that's definitely what, what people need to know. And even, even, you know, even when you get that shit, you can get it more than once. To, and even having a vaccine won't stop it either. Right. My mom has had and it. You can, and you can develop, and you can develop disabilities from it. Yeah. My mom has had it twice and now she's on disability. She, um, we don't know what's going on with her mentally. We just know she has memory loss. She's lost like 80 pounds or more. Um, she's had to have her gallbladder removed. Um, she's having all kind of gastrointestinal upset. So yeah, it's really real. You know, uh, fortunately, most people, um, they depend completely on their doctors, but these doctors don't give a damn about these people. So that's why we got to no, keep they just, want, they just want to throw somebody on some medication. They just want to write some scripts. Yes. And that shit is crazy. My my god sister, she's a uh, a pharmacist, went to school for and everything. She know what's in this shit. Do you know she still took the vex? She been sick ever since. Mm. She been she 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 said she she said you know. They didn't have to have to, but because of her profession, you think they go let a pharmacist not take a vaccine and you work for the pharmaceutical company? No. Nah. Nah, just like nurses, like they really pressuring nurses to get it too. So yeah, well, I feel bad for her. Um, but you know, this just goes to show, you know, doesn't matter how. And she diabetic. Oh, and she got diabetes on top of that, Lord. Yep. And she diabetic. Yep. Yeah, she just gave herself another autoimmune disease, basically. So. And I'm telling you. Yeah, she we, lost my goddaughter. She lost her daughter uh, in 2015. She had four autoimmune diseases. Wow. And what was going on then? I think it was Zika. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Zika, Ebola, swine flu, you know, all of that was circulating. So, yeah, we're going to end the podcast on this note, but we always appreciate your input it is invaluable to our community. And maybe we should have a podcast where we just talk about uh, multiple sclerosis so more people can get educated on how you're maintaining your health. Um, yes, I would love that. Yeah, over 20 years and you're still maintaining your health. and Barely, but I'm, I'm determined not to, you know, go down. Right, and... But now, oh yeah, we want to also we want to do a um, a multiple sclerosis Tai Chi program or something like that, where um, we do a study with about ten to twenty people, and we just do Tai Chi every day for like ninety days and see if they see any improvement. So that's something else we um, we want to. Okay, up. yeah, I'll be, I'll be watching you. I'll be doing some of those uh, sitting techniques. I started um, doing some a couple of days ago, so. Um... I do. I, I I said I was going to start my day off in the morning. 
I usually start off with the uh, meditation to my, you know, the, the different uh, frequencies, depending on which one I want to play, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So then I started, you know, doing a little bit of the, just start with my breathing and just doing some, you know, stuff, some movements with my arms until I get back into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to, we got to do it, you know, every day, you know, healthy or not, you know what I mean? Because, you know, just because you're healthy doesn't mean, you know, you're, you know, will always be healthy. So, yeah, we're going to set that up. Maybe we could do that tomorrow or maybe um, Thursday or something we could talk about. Maybe I could do some more research on it and like come up like, okay, what are some natural, you know, treatments that they're doing um, to help people improve their quality of life with MS? I think that'd be a great um, show for you to help people and, you know, spread the word to people that, you know, may not have the, the, the information that they need. So, yeah, just let me know okay. um, when you are free and I'll, I'll send, I'll set it up. We'll have a special podcast just for that. Okay. That'll be, that'll be dope. Appreciate it. That's what's up. Yeah. And thanks for coming on us. Always Lynette. This is the Shotgun Rock podcast and stay woke everybody. Peace. Peace.